You're about to listen to a message from Savannah Grace Chapel, Port Harcourt. May these words bear fruit in your heart as you listen. Thank you, sir. Last week we started talking about understanding. Amen. Um, I've said quite a number of things. I can't remember Okay, we said understanding is what makes faith work. Work. What makes faith work? Amen. An understanding of God's word says an asset, and it's very important that we have an understanding of God's word. God's word. Everything in the kingdom produces to the level of our understanding. And we talked about we showed that from the parable of the sower, the hundred the, the seeds that fell on good ground, said that um they fell on good ground, but they still yielded differently. Some yielded sixty, there were sixty fold. Um, 30, 60, 100. Amen. And so what distinguished them? If you look at the story, look at that passage. What distinguished them or what will cause the difference in their yield is the level of understanding. So for us as believers, our level of understanding determines how much we get from God's word. Amen. How much blessing we assess from God's word. Glory to God. We said the Bible is filled with um, blessings, treasures, but our understanding that determines what we get out of it. Glory to God. God has done so much for us. God has invested so much in us. Amen. But you see, you must have an understanding. I think last week we also talked about the fact that, look, um, there must be an understanding of your will for you to be able to benefit or assess the things that are contained in the will. If will is if the will is not read, if the will is not understood, if the will is not interpreted, then you may not get what is in the will for you. Hallelujah. Amen. So, understanding is crucial. Understanding is important. Now, there was one scripture I was looking for last week. Um, it was actually in my notes. I don't know how I didn't see it. When I was going through it again, that I saw it. Proverbs twenty one sixteen. It says, "A man who wanders from the way of understanding will rest in the assembly of the dead." It says, "A man who wanders away, who wanders from the way of understanding, will rest in the assembly of the dead." You know, you you, you know what 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 say saying that a man who has no understanding will be like. A non-believer. You know, an unbeliever is spiritually dead. So it's not it's not, nece- not not necessarily saying that he will he will be a dead person, but that he says that he will rest because since he will rest in the assemblies of the dead, he will be like his his life will be like the life of an unbeliever. Amen. Hallelujah. Unbeliever, unbeliever neighbor is sick. With um, is that's that's interesting and true. Apollo doesn't reign again. Though. Have they conquered that disease? Or it's not rampant the Patakot? <laughs> Amen. I remember when, we, eh? <laughs> Can I remember when we were young. Once somebody gets Apollo like ah, you don't even look at it. You don't say they, you don't even look at them. Ah, if you look in their eyes, they, you will catch it. Amen. But point I'm making is that. Um, Malam A has Apollo. 
uh, you, brother, brother C. Uh, C. Say, ah, this thing don't come. Hey, now, wow. It's the season for Apollo. Everybody will catch Apollo now. Amen. It shouldn't be that. That Your testimony shouldn't be that. Amen. Your testimony should be different because you're a person, you carry life. Glory to God. But you see what makes the difference is understanding. So you say a man who wanders from the way of understanding will rest in the assembly of the dead. Glory to God. So understanding is crucial. Understanding is important. Now this evening, let's, let's, let's look at, um, let's see, uh, um, talk about how you can get understanding and just a little more about understanding. First Corinthians chapter two from verse 11. He said, for what man knows the thing, things of a man except the spirit of the man which is in him. Even so, no one knows the things of God except the spirit of God. We are reading to 13. Now, we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. These things we also speak not in words which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Spirit teaches, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. Amen. Now verse 12 says that we have been freely given. Please go back to verse 12. It says and that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. See, God has freely given us all things. There are things that God has freely given us. God has freely given us health. Amen. Although we know that it was paid for in Jesus, but be freely given to us. We don't have to pay for it anymore. Amen. God has freely given us wealth. God has freely given us success in life. God has freely given us long life. Amen. He says that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. And how do we know? He says we know it by the Spirit. Amen. He says we know it by the Spirit. And he's talking about He's talking about our spirits in union with the Spirit of God. So you see, is that for us as believers, we pick things from the Spirit of God. Our spirit picks things from the Spirit of God. That's why for us as believers, we must always be, um, okay, yes, that's what, we must always be in tune. We must always be in tune. We must always be tuning ourselves to be at the frequency of the Holy Spirit. Because he says that, he says, no man knows the things of, look, he says, no man knows the things of a man except the spirit of, spirit that is in him. Same way, no man knows the things of God except the spirit of God. So the spirit of God knows the mind of God. Amen. Our spirit, um, our spirit interacts with the spirit of God so we can know the mind of God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So, when, as we engage our spirit man, as we become conscious of the fact that we are spirit beings. Amen. That life is not just, and we're constantly saying this and we're constantly hearing this, life is not just physical. Life is not just physical. Life is spiritual. So we must be in tune with the spiritual. Glory to God. You, you know, a lot of times things happen and, and, and sometimes we just say things like, um, um, either, Say things like hey, I just knew it too, or ah, and I was feeling it too, or I was, you know we use all sorts of terminologies for it. It's actually a lot of times actually our spirit 
catching the things of the Spirit and trying to communicate it to our mind. But because our mind is not renewed enough, our mind cannot interpret it. Amen. I think we've talked, we've talked a bit about that in some other teachings. Um, but we'll probably make it clearer as we go on. Let's look at um, one scripture. Proverbs 20, 27. Proverbs 20, 27. It says, the spirit of a man is a lamp. Okay, give me, give me, um, Old King James. It's still the same, but, um, what, the word you use that? I'm gonna be so gloating here. <laughs> he said, the spirit of a man is the candle. That's one I, I wanted to use. The spirit of a man is the candle of the Lord, searching all the inward parts of the belly. Amen. He said, the spirit of a man is the candle of the Lord. And what do you use the candle for? To see. To, for light, for illumination. And he said that the spirit of a man is the candle of the Lord. So, our spirit is, is the, um, is the means, let me use that word, is the means by which we will receive illumination, amen, to know things that are not readily seen by the physical eyes. Spirit of the man is the candle of the Lord. So, basically what he's saying, I, I, I see another thing else from here. So what he's saying is that, see, God will reveal things to us by our spirit. The spirit of the Lord is the candle of the Lord. So, if God is going to have any dealings with us, if God is going to have any, I mean, any showing forth to us, is by our spirit. Okay, Job, Job, 32 verse 8. Just keep your mind on where we just read that. It says, but there is a spirit in man and the inspiration of the almighty giveth them understanding. Remember I said, the spirit of the man is the candle of the Lord searching all the inward parts. And now he's saying that there is a spirit in man and the inspiration of the almighty it's what gives him understanding. So the point I'm making is this, that look, the way God communicates things to us is through our spirit. Amen. Now, he says the spirit of the Lord is the candle, the spirit of the man is the candle of the Lord. Now, that means that, just follow my, my, my imagination and my, my, my reasoning. That means that, there is a candle, it's like a candlestick. It's a candle of the Lord. Now, when God wants to, when God wants to, um, relates with that man, what does he do? He lights a fire on that candle. Amen. If you have a candle, you lit the candle. You don't light the surrounding. Amen. So, when God relates to us, when God, when God deals with us, and you see, that's, it's very important for us to understand this as believers. For us to be able to Properly relate with God. That God is a spirit and he, he relates, interfaces with us spiritually. Amen. You know, a, a lot of times, uh, uh, the, those, 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 that relationship can, 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 can spill into our physical, what, what I mean is that 
it can it can it can now affect our feelings. The point I'm making is this, you know. Let me use this one that is very, you know. You may you want to marry, one want to marry, you're praying, God, God, show me, show me, show me, show me. Now all of a sudden, you see, brother, you see this beautiful sister, and oh God. Oh man, this girl's fine. Kai. Anytime I see her, I have goose, goosebumps. I just know that Kai is the woman for me. It's not by goosebumps. Amen. Let me talk sisters on. Oh, every time I see her, I have butterfly in my tummy. It's not by butterfly in your tummy. Because when you get married, Butterflies will fly away. Amen. Hallelujah. See, it's by, it's by hearing from God. A spiritual, a, 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 I don't know how to explain it. I don't know how to really explain it. It's, it's by a, a spirit knowing. Let me use that word. It's a spirit knowing. Amen. I say that's very important. Okay, I don't know what I'm talking about. It'll bless, it'll bless some people. You know, that's very important. Because see, eh, if you get married because of butterfly in your tummy, I, I, I beg you in the name of God, make sure you keep those butterflies alive. Forever. Even though your marriage is in trouble. Because your marriage will face storms. You need those butterflies to flap, to convince you that you're in the right marriage. Amen. Your marriage will face, it's not, it's not, it's not a cause. It's not, um, speaking negative. It's the truth. That's all of us who are married. Marriage will face storm. You need, you need something that is sure. Something that is definite. Something that is, I mean, is the word, something that is eternal. That goes beyond your feelings, that goes beyond all the all the, the the aesthetics, the natural, to keep you here. And you only get that by hearing from God. Amen. Hallelujah. At times you just say, did I make a mistake? Then you just remember that I heard from God to marry this person. At times you don't feel I mean, you don't feel, there's no, you don't feel any romantic anything. You don't know that. But I know I heard from God about this relationship. Amen. That's what keeps marriage going. It's a spiritual certainty. It's a spiritual knowing. It's not love. Oh. Love is important. Don't get me wrong. Love is important. God ignites, God wants to ignite love. But it's not love the way we think about love. Because a lot of time when we think about love is the feeling, the euphoria, the, uh, you know, he's so kind. He, he opens the door for me. He took me to the restaurant. He just treats me like a queen. I'm telling life stories that I've had. I mean, all those things. Then, almost immediately after I do, the next day he's closing the door. And he said, ah, you're not paying the door for me. Said, Your hand, they pay you. Open that door and enter, or I will leave you and go. What rubbish is that? I'm telling life stories, though. Amen. You have to have an assurance 
that is based on that God lit his candle in you. Amen. Okay, we are not talking about marriage. But I believe that blessed somebody. Now, so I say that God deals with us. When God deals with us, he deals with us. Um, it's a spiritual, it's our spirit connecting with his spirit. Amen. To pick things from him that are, um, Sorry, please give me a minute. Let me set this up. Okay, so is God connecting with our spirits? Is us as our spirit connecting with His spirit and picking up things from His spirit? Amen. And then they are making sense. Sometimes they are making sense to our minds. Glory to God. Now, um. Okay, now, you, you know, uh, so we're talking about understanding. So it says that there is a spirit in man and the inspiration of the Almighty giveth them understanding. Giveth them understanding. But, uh, you know, I'm trying to do some studies on, on um, I'm trying to do a lot of, um, some studies on understanding. And I just stumbled across this, and, you know, when I saw it, 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 it really blessed me. I was thinking, I said, Kai. Oh, it's Emmanuel that should get this uh, teaching because he's talking about he's talking about the Hebrew word and all those things. You know those things Emmanuel I like to talk about the the alif ale al. <laughs> but you know, uh, uh, um, it's 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 it was a blessing to me, and so that's what I've shared on this evening. You know the word understanding. The word understanding is from the word bina. It means bina. Sir, I am a, I am from the Yoruba extraction. Bina, <laughs> Amen. Now it's uh, and it's um 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 it's you know like Emmanuel would say that um the 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 Hebrew alphabets are actually pictorial. Each alphabet has a picture representation. So um so it's from the word. Um, the alphabets are beats, hood, noon, and he. <laughs> Emmanuel. <laughs> beats, noon, hood, noon, and he. Amen. Now, let's look at it. It will help us to have a picture of what understanding is. And then it, I believe it will, it will bless us. Now, the word beats is beats. It means like a tent or a house. Amen. Um, um, hood is divine deeds. Or it's actually, it's a picture of a hand, a strong hand, which mighty deeds, mighty deeds accomplished. A hand that is doing mighty things that can perform mighty deeds. Amen. Now, noon is a picture of a fish, which represents activity, which represents life. Amen. And then he is a picture of someone raising up his hands, which shows um, something that is revealed or to unfold. And that's, that, that's right here we talked about the, the, the person of the Holy Spirit. Now, so 
we have the picture of the house or the tent, the um, the tent, the mighty arm, the um, fish, and the reveals. So, what does all this mean? Um, okay, you know what? I, I, let me not take too many much time explaining. But, but just follow me and I believe we will get it. So first of all, I say like the tent, it shows a house and talking about, we're talking about house, talking about being inside. So it's talking about in, in, in the, the inner, inner, it's talking about an inside, the inside of the house, the inside of a person with, with what we're talking about. It's talking about the inside of a person. We're talking about the heart. Amen. Now, the, the hand says the mighty deed accomplished. So it's, it, it's actually saying that it's a mighty hand, which is divinity doing something, rotting something, making something to happen, producing something. Amen. Now the fish, it talks about activity or talks about life, the presence of life. You know, a fish, if you look at a fish, it's very active and all that. So talking about the presence of life and then he is a hand raised, talks about Something that is revealed to one that he reveals to another. Amen. So it's something that is revealed in, or something that is revealed in, made known in the life of a person that can be seen by everybody. Now, if you put the pictures together, now this is what you will get. And I, I, I try to simplify it in my own, in my own way so that, um, we understand it. I'll just talk about it. It says, a divine accomplishment on the inside that produces life by the revelation from the Holy Spirit. This is the word understanding. This is the word understanding. A divine, it says, a divine accomplishment on the inside of us that produces life by the revelation from the Holy Spirit. So you see, one of the things that I, from what we catch from this thing that I'm saying is that, look, is the Holy Spirit revealing something to us. Amen. Now this revelation brings about a divine accomplishment in our life. Amen. And this produces life in us. Okay. So it's, it's something that happens on the inside. It's not something that happens on the outside. It's something that happens on the, it's the working of the Holy Spirit on the inside of us. We're talking about understanding. See, for us as believers, it's the Holy Spirit that gives us understanding. Amen. It's the Holy Spirit that reveals the heart of God to us. Amen. Hallelujah. Understanding cannot come, and that's why, look, understanding doesn't come by you just reading. No matter how much you study the scriptures, understanding will not come, except the Holy Spirit reveals it to you. I think it was the day, of, I can't remember, shortly after, you know, one of those days, my wife was talking to me, I was saying that, you know, that, um, um, how did she say it? God's word without revelation is just information. And it just it struck me that that's very true. God's word without revelation is information. Amen. You know, I, I, in the course of my study, I was, I was reading after some one, one writer and he was saying that, look, that a lot of times that, um, um, people talk about not taking God's word literally. I mean, it's, even, even some Bible scholars say, don't take God's word literally. It has, it has hidden meanings. It has, it has, um, 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 what's that? 
theological, there are theological explanations to it. And sometimes we do those theological explanations and explain ourselves out of the word. So the word becomes powerless. But you see, every scripture, and truly, you know, you know that's one of the reasons why I, I, I was intrigued by this and suddenly some of the things that Emmanuel talks about. You know, every scripture, when you begin to look at what, when you begin to look at it in context, and you begin to ask the Holy Spirit for interpretation, I mean, understanding of it, amen, you have a perfect understanding and you know the correct application of this word. Amen. God says what he means and he means what he says. So if I read it in the Bible, it, 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 it you, you know, uh, um, one scripture says that no, no word of God is of personal, I think in Peter, no word of God is of personal interpretation. Amen. Lucky if you can find it for him. He says no word of God is of personal interpretation. There's, there's no scripture that, you know, is that, oh, um, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten that whosoever believes in him should not die but have everlasting life. Then I say, David, what does it mean? And then David, you know, it's like this, this, this mm, 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 mm. based on his part. That's Emmanuel, what does it mean? Emmanuel, you know, it's like, um, you, give me, amen. And everybody will just give me personal interpretations to it. No, that's not how God's word is. See, I can ask David, John 3 16, and David will give an explanation of it, inspired by the Spirit of God. Emmanuel will give an interpretation of it, inspired by the Spirit of God. They may not seem alike. Amen. Because they are, God is revealing to them from different angles. Amen. But, guess what? The revelation will be the same. The revelation will be about the Christ. Amen. It says, knowing, knowing this first, that no prophecy of scripture is of a, any private interpretation. Go, go on. It says, for the prophecies came not in time of old by the will of man, but the, but holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. Amen. They spoke as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. See, it's always the working of the Holy Spirit revealing things to us. Amen. Hallelujah. It's always the working of the Holy Spirit revealing things to us. Glory to God. So, that is um, the pictorial, um, it's a very, very interesting something. That's the pictorial angle. You know, also, those letters have numerical values and meaning. So, Let's look at that. You Hebrew bet. Is it bet or bet? Bet. It's the number two. And is talking about the living word, the second person of the Godhead. Who is that? Jesus. Hood. Huge. Huge. Man, I will still send you to Israel. Huge. It says perfection of divine order. If you remember, remember the Ten Commandments. The Ten Commandments were given. And Ten Commandments were given to the end that man will be made perfect. Amen. I hope you know that, that if any man could keep the Ten Commandments perfectly, then he was a perfect man. Amen. 
Then noon. Noon. <laughs> it's the number fifty. As the number of the Holy Ghost is number of the is number of Pentecost. Actually, the number of Pentecost is number of Jubilee. We talks about deliverance. Amen. Talks about deliverance. And then the last one, he, he, is number five. The merited favor is the number of grace. Glory to God. Now, so what is the numerical? What is the numerical interpretation of the word understanding? This is how I I, I put it together. It says. Jesus fulfilling ordinal perfection in us, bringing us deliverance by grace. Now, what do I mean? It's Jesus. So, Jesus becoming the fulfillment of the law. Amen. You know, in Christ, Christ is the end of the law. In Christ, he fulfilled the law. Amen. So, we don't need to go through the Ten Commandments to become perfect. In Christ, we have been made perfect. Amen. Hallelujah. So, in Christ, we have been perfected. Glory to God. And this has brought us deliverance. Amen. And all this is by grace. So, you see, the same, almost the same thing, like I said, both pictorial and number, it was almost the same thing is saying that, look, as we behold Christ and what he has done for us, amen, we experience deliverance. We experience freedom. Amen. We enjoy the workings of grace and we are made perfect. That is understanding. I see, once understanding comes, understanding reveals Jesus to us. Amen. We're talking about understanding of the scriptures. Understanding of the scripture reveals Jesus to us. When we see Jesus, we experience perfection. As we are made perfect, we are delivered. We are set free. Amen. See, when you have understanding, you are set free. You are set free. I have health challenges. I'm, I'm experiencing health challenges. I'm trusting God. I go into God's word. I see it from God's word. I see Jesus. I see what he has done for me. I see the price he has paid. I see, I see how he has perfected me in his sacrifice. I experience deliverance. Amen. I'm set free from, from sickness and disease. I live in the fullness of health. And all this is coming to me because of what Christ has done for, to, for what Christ has done for me. Grace. Amen. Hallelujah. So, understanding, I just want to say this, understanding comes from us beholding Jesus. Understanding comes when we see, when we see the Christ. In the scriptures. Amen. Understanding comes when we see the Christ in the scriptures. It brings deliverance. It brings freedom. It brings jubilee for us. You know, jubilee is actually a year of release. Amen. So the moment you see Christ in, 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 in the world, the moment you see Christ in the world, the moment you see what grace has provided for us through Jesus Christ, jubilee comes. Release comes. Release comes from sickness. Release comes from poverty. Release comes from whatever it is that the devil is trying to hold us down with. Amen. But our eyes are open to see the Christ. Our eyes are open to see Jesus. Glory to God. Let's look at um, John, First John chapter 5 verse 20. 
He says, and we know that the Son of God has come and has given us an understanding that we may know him who is true. And we are in him who is true, in his Son, Jesus Christ. This is the true God and eternal life. And we know that the Son of God has come and has given us an understanding. Amen. Jesus has come and has given us an understanding. Jesus has come and has, and has made known to us the heart of the Father. Glory to God. You know, uh, um, um, when the disciples, when Jesus was about to leave, that's in Luke 15, verse 8. No, no, sorry. Not Luke 15, 8. Uh, okay. Luke 24, verse 45. Uh, he says, and he opened their understanding that they might start 44. Go to 44. Then he said to them, these are the words which I spoke to you while I was still with you, that all things must be fulfilled which were written in the laws of Moses and the prophets and the Psalms concerning me. 45. And he opened their understanding that they might comprehend the scriptures. Amen. So you see, Jesus opened their understanding that they might understand the scriptures. Jesus has been speaking to them all the while that he had been with them. He had been showing them from the laws. He has been showing them from, from Moses. He has been showing them from the prophets. He has been showing them from the Psalms. Things about him. But he didn't understand it. It didn't make sense to them. Until now, he said that, then opened he their understanding that they might understand the scriptures. Guess what? Jesus left. We go into the book of Acts. And then we see them start expounding scriptures. You know, it was almost, that's what they were doing. They were actually, go through the book of Acts. Where all the disciples, most of their messages, disciples, Paul. It was actually either from Moses, from the prophet, or from the Psalms. They would take a scripture from there, and then they would expand and they preach a message. People are getting saved. People are getting healed. Deliverance is coming, and all that is happening. Jesus opened Jesus opened their understanding that they might understand scripture. If there's any prayer that we, we, we need to pray every day is that our understanding is opened. Amen. And that prayer is readily in um, Ephesians chapter 1 verse um, from 16. Cease not to give thanks. For, do not cease to give thanks for you. Make mention of you in my prayers. What? That the God that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened. I, 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 we read it last week. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened. When, the, when it's enlightened, what happens? That you may know. Amen. Light comes upon your understanding or light, your understanding is flooded with light, then you know. 
See, if there's any area of your life where you're not experiencing the fullness of God, it's because you do not know. It's because your understanding has not been flooded because that's what the light, uh, uh, there's one other translation that says that, is it amplified? It says flooded with light. Give me amplified, let's, let's amplify it. He said, so that you may know and understand it's in. By having the eyes of your understanding flooded with light. Amen. You know, you, you, you know, when, when you say flooded with light, I don't know how many of us have this picture of it. How many of us have seen this, um, of course, Uncle David is just, it's a, it's a, it's a construction man. How many of us have, have seen this Julius Beja floodlights? You've seen, I mean, the, those lights, they put on, Sometimes they they want to work. They put on those lights. They put on maybe like there's some side. They put on like four or how many? No matter how how many they put on, it's as bright as daytime. No shadows. No any. And, and I think they, they they actually position them so that it's it disperses shadows. It everywhere is clear. That's flooded with light. I say that. Having the eyes of your heart, because of the eyes of your heart, the eyes of your understanding, I don't know why I was even reading too, I was saying that a lot of times, understanding, heart and understanding are used interchangeably. Amen. So it says that having the eyes of your heart, having the eyes of your understanding, flooded with light, so that you can know and understand. And I say again, if there's any area of your life where you're experiencing, uh, uh, um, you're not experiencing the fullness of salvation is because you do not know. And what you need to do is pray for light to come. So that your understanding is flooded with light. Hallelujah. So that your understanding is flooded with light. When understanding comes, you will know. Amen. When understanding comes, you will know. So, let's go back to the scripture I read, I read again. Proverbs twenty twenty seven. He said, the spirit of a man is a candle of the Lord, searching all the inner parts of his heart. The spirit of a man is a candle of the Lord, searching all the inward parts of his belly. Glory to God. So, he talks about the spirit of a man being the candle of the Lord. So, God, and uh, like I said before, God will light that candle. We saw that in, in Job. God will light that candle by his inspiration. God will light that candle to give us understanding. Amen. Hallelujah. And get the candle lit by God's word. You know, the, the, the scripture I was, I was, I, I called, um, Luke 15, 8 and 9. Luke 15, 8 and 9. Either what woman having ten pieces of silver, if she if she lose one piece, give me New King James. Or what woman having ten silver coins, if she loses one coin, 
does not light a lamp, sweep the house and search carefully until she finds it. And when she has found it, she calls her friends and neighbors together saying, Rejoice with me, for I have found the one piece which I lost. Amen. Now see from verse 8, it says that she lost, she had 10 pieces of silver, she lost one. What did she do? She lit a lamp to search for it. Amen. God will light our candle. Amen. And then as we, we find, so that lit candle is what we used to search to find what was lost. Amen. That lit candle is what we used to search to get revelation. Amen. Now, one last scripture. How, what, one way, one of the best ways to light our candles. Jude, verse 20. But you, beloved, building yourself up in your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. But you, beloved, building yourself up in your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. Um, I think it's amplified. Amplified. He said, but you, beloved, building yourself up, founded on your most holy faith, make progress. Rise like an edifice, higher and higher, praying in the Holy Spirit. He says the way that you will make progress, rise like an edifice, higher and higher, is by praying in the Holy Spirit. We build up ourselves in our most holy faith, and, and, and you, you know what? One, one of the one of our definition of of uh, or one of scriptural definition of faith. He says faith comes by what? Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. So faith comes by hearing God's word. So I I I don't think I'm doing injustice to to to, to this scripture and what is it? Faith comes by hearing God's word. Amen. Hallelujah. So God's word produces faith. So God's word is faith, right? So if it says building yourself in your most holy faith, building yourself in God's word as you pray in the Holy Ghost. Amen. As we pray in the Holy Ghost, light comes. Our eyes are open. Our spirit is flooded with light. Our hearts are flooded with light. Our understanding is flooded, is flooded with light. So we see. And then we begin to rise. We begin to make progress. Amen. You know, sometimes we hear God, we hear what, for instance, sometimes we receive words of prophecy and you know, we're excited about it. We, we rejoice over it when we hear it. And then, um, for instance, we hear it at the beginning of the year. Then, this is December. And they're saying, why has nothing happened? The year was excited about, I believe the word. I, I trusted God. I, I, I was excited. One of the biggest problems is that 
You didn't stay long with it for light to come. You didn't stay long with that word so that you come to a place where you begin to make progress with the word. Where you begin to rise with the word. Amen. You know, for instance, let me ask now. How many of us have received words of prophecies? How many of us have um, had fulfillment of all the words of prophecy spoken to us? How many of us remember the words of prophecy that were spoken to us five years ago? Five years ago is when? 2017. How many of us remember the words that were spoken to us in 2017? Huh? Some. And you're still actively staying on it. How many of us are actively staying on it? Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Now, you know, some hands went up actively staying with it. Something went go up actively. But, you know, sometimes something may happen and your mind will just flash back to those who say, ah, nothing has happened. That, that, that word never came true. That word never came to pass. Why did it never came to pass? Because you did not stay with it. You didn't stay with it until light dawn. Until you knew for a certainty you had understanding. You know one of the things about understanding? When you have an understanding, it produces action. Amen. When you have understanding, it produces action. Without, I mean, that's why, that's why, like I said, uh, uh, Pastor Lee said, you can just read God's word and just be information. It has been information to you. But the moment is you have revelation, I mean, the moment you have understanding, it becomes your truth. It becomes, it becomes a propelling force. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Stay in the place of, you, you, you know, if you read, if you read um, the letters of Paul, Paul was one time telling the, the, the Corinthians church. He says, I pray in tongues more than you all. You know, every, every time I read that, every time I hear that, I'm always wowed by it. Because Paul is saying that, put all of you together. I pray in tongues more than all of you. No wonder Paul had more revelation than all of them. Amen. No wonder because Paul had come to a place where his eyes were flooded with light. His understanding was flooded with light. And so when Paul takes, when Paul opens the Old Testament, which we say is the law, we call it law, is the, is, um, is what, or what are the, what are the words we use to describe them? When Paul opens it, he sees the Christ in it. Amen. He sees Christ. He sees, and you know, truly it's very interesting that you from, from Genesis to Malachi, you can actually read and you see Christ in every chapter, every verse of scripture. But it takes that our, our eyes are flooded with light. And my encouragement this evening, what I'm talking about this evening is that let's, let's spend protracted time with the word that we have heard. Let's spend protracted time praying in the Holy Ghost. Take up those words and spend time praying. You know, you know, that's how I end it. You know, I've had um, different people's testimony, but one testimony that readily comes to mind is the testimony of Kanemoyo. 
Kolemoya will tell you how he will pick a book and he's reading it and then he will pause and then he will begin, he will start praying in tongues. I mean, one pastor will come up, he will pray in tongues, pray, 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 and he may just stay that for a while until the thing settles in him. No wonder his life is the way it is. Hallelujah. No wonder his life is the way it is. Glory to God. What I'm saying, see, whatever area, like, like, uh, uh, um, the, the definition from the pictorial and, and the numerical, let's come to a place where we allow the Spirit of God to work out God's will, God's plan, God's purpose in our lives. Amen. Let's, you know, sometimes let's just stay with this thing. Stay with it. Stay with it. Stay with it in study. Stay with it in prayers. Until light dawns. Peter says, until the day dawns. And the this, until the dust and the day star arises in your heart. Understanding. Understanding. That's what differentiates us believers and the non-believers. That's what differentiates one believer who is getting, making results and getting success and the other believer whose life seems as if nothing is happening. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Let's go back to Ephesians 4, Ephesians chapter 1 verse, I think it was 18 or The eyes of your understanding being enlightened that you may know what is the hope of his calling, what is the riches of his glory and the, of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. Amen. Now I want to say this, I will break bread. Let's just pray this prayer this evening. That Lord, cause my eyes to be flooded with light. Cause my eyes, the eyes of my understanding, the eyes of my understanding, cause it to be flooded with light. Let light come. Let my, let my, let my eyes be open to see. Bible says that, uh, um, where we read from Luke, it says that, um, Jesus opened their understanding. Say, let my understanding be, be, be opened in the name of Jesus. As I pick the word, as I look at it, let me see. Let me see the Christ. Let me see grace. And let my deliverance come. In the name of Jesus. Let's just pray. Just pray. Not a long prayer. Just pray briefly. Can we have the communion elements? Oh, thank you, Lord. Let my eyes be opened in the name of let, let light come. Let the eyes of my understanding be flooded with light. Let the eyes of my understanding be flooded with light, Lord, so that I know in the name of just like oh, let the eyes of my understanding be flooded with light so that I can understand let my eyes be flooded with light so that I can understand in the name of Jesus. Let light come. 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 Let me behold grace. As I see grace, let my deliverance come. 
Lembra que de bobo bochandira baba baba mara bada bara bada baba mala brandera bada bobo bochandira brando soprianta la baba baba lembra que do soprianta la brandera baba mancara baba bada cause the eyes of my understanding to be flooded with light cause the eyes of my understanding to be flooded with light in the name of Jesus I receive light I receive light I receive light I receive light in the name of Jesus I receive light in the name of Jesus. Oh, rada bashundra baba 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 baba. Vedi 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 baba baba. Shakalam branda zapian talabranda baba 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 baba. Lambranda baba 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 baba. Thank you, Lord. 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 You know we have the Holy Spirit. We have the Holy Spirit at work in us, and Bible says that when He comes, He will reveal all things to us. He has come. He has come. So he is revealing all truth to us, revealing all things to us. In the name of, let's engage, let's engage him. Let's engage him. Let's engage him. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Just a few minutes, let's just pray in tongues. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Because you reveal all things to us in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Like I said last, last, um, last Wednesday, I'll see again today. You know, one story I like also is when Jesus was with the disciples on the way to Emmaus and Bible said that he, he, he was expounding the word to us the same way that he did with, 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 with his disciples at this empire. He was expounding the word to them. And, you know, when they got in, they said she should break bread and Jesus took bread. And Bible said that the moment he broke bread, their eyes were open to see. I know they made a statement and said, didn't our heart burn within us? Why he expounded the truth to us? Their hearts were, their hearts, their hearts was burning. Amen. But their eyes were not open until bread was broken. Amen. Tonight as we break bread, our eyes are open to see in the name of Jesus. Understanding comes. I believe, I believe when they saw the Christ, understanding came. Real understanding came of all the things that he had been saying. You know, he was born in their heart because it was the truth. But they didn't have understanding of it. But the moment he broke bread, their eyes were open. Their eyes were flooded with light and understanding came. Immediately they understood everything that he was saying. Tonight as we break bread again, our eyes are open. Our eyes are flooded with light in the mighty name of Jesus. Suddenly we go home. And those things that God has been dealing with us about, suddenly we have understanding in the name of Jesus. Suddenly we receive clarity in the name of Jesus. Suddenly we, we know, we know exactly what God is saying in the mighty name of Jesus. 
You know, some of us are saying, oh, they, uh, because I've heard people saying, that, oh, I, I, I need to wait on God. There's, there's some things that are, are burning in my heart. Say so Sometimes burning in my heart. I just need clarity about it. Tonight, as we break bread, we'll see clarity in the name of Jesus. Our eyes are open to see in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you for listening to this message. We hope you were blessed. Connect with Savannah Grace Chapel Port Harcourt on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at SGC Port Harcourt. And download our messages free on Telegram at t.me forward slash SGC Port Harcourt.